Hello, Editor Rachel here. I just wanted to apologise in advance before the episode starts. There is a bit of a rumbly sound in the background of the episode because Chloe's laptop was getting very, very hot and the fans were going. So just wanted to let you know before you start, and sorry if I sound very, very lispy right now. I have my retainers in because I'm about to go to bed. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. And welcome to the Rookies F1 podcast. My name is Chloe. And my name is Rachel. We Wait, f- me nombre es Rachel. We are Formula One fans that know a little and talk a lot. So whilst our technical knowledge may be lacking, our opinions certainly aren't. So join us as we talk about Formula One and all of the joy as well as pain it brings us. And probably the inevitable technical issues we'll face because we're still using Zoom. (laughs) Chloe. Yeah. If Sam Ryder has a million fans, we are two of them. If Sam Ryder has a hundred fans, we are two of them. If Sam Ryder has two fans, it is us. If Sam Ryder has no fans, we are filming this from the afterlife. (laughs) Forget about Formula One. Forget about motorsport. Eurovision happened on Saturday, folks. I mean, I don't think I fully (laughs) digested what actually happened on Saturday night. Feels a bit like a fever dream. It does. I don't think it actually happened. (laughs) Going into it, I was fairly confident in the fact that we could end up on the left-hand side of the leaderboard. Because when... That was it, yeah. (laughs) You don't know, with Eurovision, all the countries win points and they're they're ranked into two columns. And we always... There's 20... 20 25? countries in the final, yeah. I mean, we usually do pretty poorly circa 2021. Nil Nil points. (laughs) No points. Um, but I was, I thought this year going into it, we had a decent song. I think we would have struggled if we submitted this song to last year because last year's Eurovision was so strong. To be fair, I think we could have submitted Ed Sheeran last year and, and probably got zero points. But uh, shout out our American listeners, by the way, um, of which there are a few who <laughs> have probably spent the whole of last weekend very confused as everyone spoke about eurovision i apologize that you don't get to experience it (laughs) it's a shame really because it is a shame but you're not you're not invited (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i mean it's it's a joke really that australia is still involved (laughs) yeah shout out if there's an australian listener um not to be rude, but you're not part of Europe. Neither I is think, Israel. Think... Get them both up. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes no sense. 
But yeah, Eurovision happened. I mean, we, we're both mothers happened. of Eurovision anyway. A miracle happened. That is what happened. That's what happened. But we're both Eurovision lovers. Yeah. Um, I, I wish we were together for this Eurovision because we were watching it together last year when we lived together. And that was when the UK got zero points. Yeah, but um, we got to experience <laughs> all of the other To be fair, last year's, last, year. last year's Eurovision was a banger. <laughs> so many good songs. But this year, I mean, there was this year, even if we didn't do well, there were good songs. Who did who did you vote for? Moldova. <laughs> I voted for Moldova as well. Hey, ho, let's go. It was the guys with the violin in the black and white suits. Oh my gosh. So good. Honestly, Moldova, oops. Moldova was, yeah, one of my favourites. I mean, they did second best in the public vote. She's mad because I didn't do that well in the jury vote, but the jury votes, even though the UK did so well in the jury vote, the jury vote is still a load of rubbish. Yeah, well, have you seen that six countries are under investigation for yeah. cheating? Well, they didn't have their actual... At least... Um, I know six countries are under investigation. Three and of the them countries, didn't have the... Like, yeah, the I think they looked at what the sort of average voting pattern was. And applied that. I mean, a lot of people think that Eurovision just wanted the Ukraine or the UK to win, but <laughs> it was they detected weird voting patterns in um in the semis, I think. So for the second semi-final and the final, they that's what I've heard anyway. But I mean, I will say, if I wasn't from the UK, Spaceman, the UK entry might have been my favourite. But I can't say I can't say for certain because I'm biased, but. I've been listening to it His so much. His voice is insane. And then... I'm up in space. <laughs> and then he, he whipped out that electric guitar and it was like <laughs> a whole nother level. I saw someone call him English Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> valid. Valid statement. Valid. Valtteri in a wig. <laughs> Valtteri in a wig. <laughs> But also, just are like, we? Or do we know for sure that it's not Valtteri? What was Valtteri doing Saturday night? <laughs> Never know. <laughs> Probably lying in a lake somewhere with his bum cheeks out. <laughs> As he should. What an icon. What, a guy. what an icon. Like, does anyone get like unite F one fans as much as Valtteri Bottas? <laughs> And his, and, and his bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! We should have got we should have got one of the posters. Did you see that they were selling? Yeah. Posters of it. <laughs> should have should have got it. Should have got it. Could go with my other poster. <laughs> Congratulations to the Ukraine. I I think. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of the public vote would have been because of circumstances but they genuinely had a that, very good song yeah. and also just because it's due to circumstances like what what does that matter exactly <laughs> like i don't i don't care for me i went into eurovision thinking if the uk get points i'm gonna be win. happy yeah, yeah so it was a bonus the fact that we came second but i i came in knowing that ukraine would win everyone and knew ukraine i was happy yeah i was happy that ukraine would yeah. win because quite frankly they probably deserve it um but you know isn't if you look at their public vote the way the public vote goes is they you know split each country's public vote it's proportionally and then do the 12 10 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 
and so the maximum amount of points you can get in the public vote let me just get my calculator out I could probably do it in my head but I'm not going to <laughs> uh, it's 468 Ukraine got something like 430 something like it's, it's they were 30 points off the maximum public vote can I just say as well when we got 12 points from any country it was incredible but when we got 12 points from France and Germany shout out shout out the German listeners I mean I know that the jury vote wasn't down to you but we're not used to, we're not used to that kind of love and I hope you do better next year Germany because you deserve it <laughs> shout out to Sam though for, was it was it the German contestant that the Swiss Swiss, Swiss. oh to be fair so if you don't know what happened it's the um the swiss uh contestant didn't get any points in the public vote and sam the uk contestant actually went over when that happened to um console him yeah is that the right word which i think is nice because i bet i would not be surprised if sam had spent a while preparing himself for that to happen because that's what I would have done. Oh, yeah. Knowing what happened last year, I would be going into Eurovision going, I'm just here for the fun, which is what he did. I mean, he went in saying that... I mean, he oh, he's so positive. He's such a lovely man. <laughs> he was like, I just want people to realise that it's not like... People don't just not like us. and It's not about politics like that and he's such a he's so lovely i want sam on the podcast i wonder if he's ever watched formula one potentially (laughs) sorry i've just had a bit of a brain freeze because it's so muggy and my laptop sounds like i don't know it sounds like an airplane that's about to take off and i'm like is my microphone picking this up Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but I, I don't but it's know okay. how to cool it down. It's okay. It's just one of those things. Apologies if you can hear Chloe's <laughs> mic, uh, laptop going off, but... High tech. Of, but, <laughs> yeah. But Eurovision... We should we should be the UK entrant for Eurovision next year. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We should you do maybe. it. You maybe. I will be... We should... No, Chloe, no. we should do it. No. Chloe. No. We sh- Chloe we can dress up as yellow wolves you know as long as i can put a mask on cover my identity and not sing no we can do that so right you've got you've got subwoofer so what could what could we do what's our what's our brand i mean do we have a brand (laughs) i don't know whoa you're moving away (laughs) I am lifting my laptop off my chair in hopes it will cool down. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird watching it on Zoom though, because it was like <laughs> you couldn't. It didn't look like you were pushing it <laughs> or anything. Uh, anyway, yeah, I love Eurovision. Can't wait for next year's. It's the highlight of the month of May for me, and that's that's a pretty sad statement. But I lead a pretty Is it my sad highlight? life. <laughs> I don't know. It, it depending on the year, it can be a highlight. Um, Depends on the year. <laughs> also, shout out to Finland because I really liked your act too. 
I thought they were yeah. pretty cool. Promise we're not just saying that because our second match is <laughs> <laughs> the basis. But Finland, oh, I always appreciate Finland's entry. I, I, I voted for Finland last year. Yeah, Finland are... Yeah. Put your middle fingers up, take a shot, throw it up and do a Oh my god, work. so good. We listen... I, I tell you, me and Chloe last year were listening to Eurovision songs for so long. We'd be washing up and just put Eurovision <laughs> songs on. Anyway. Oh, Eurovision. Much love, Eurovision. No, you know what? We shouldn't be Euro- UK's entrant. We should be uh, the people that go, and 12 points from the UK goes to... That's honestly my favourite. I think that's... Apart from... Mm, Maybe it is my favourite part of the whole evening, watching all of the points get announced. I, I, I think find it fun. the fact that we got points and sometimes got 12 made it a lot more fun. When you're getting no points from anyone, you just focus on how awkward it is. <laughs> but when, you, when you're actually getting points... I remember when the first points came up and we got four. I was screaming at four points. <laughs> but, yeah, you can go on my shoulders and we'll just... Synchronize <laughs> the twelve points from the UK goes to your mother. Um, right, Eurovision. Perfect, love that. Why don't we talk about Formula E? <laughs> Some actual racing, maybe. E for Eurovision. <laughs> e for electric. E. Uh, there was Formula E on at the weekend, two races, in fact, because it was a Berlin E Prix. They went one way, the next day they went the other. Fun little concept, that. Um, shout out our boy Stoffel. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was when I was watching Formula E this weekend. I was like, like I was thinking, I'm not a neutral. <laughs> I, I, you know, a lot of time I think, oh, I Formula E is so much fun to watch because I don't care who wins. No, I want Stoffel. To, I want Stoffel Van Dorn to win every time. I can't help it. I'm not a neutral anymore. My guy Stoffel. You know what he did on the first race? So he qualified something like eighth, went down to twelfth in like the first lap, and then made his way back up to the podium. What a guy! What a guy! Because I don't watch much Formula E, so. He currently drives for the Mercedes team, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and then it was announced that this week that McLaren are taking over that team. I will say, prior to this, it was announced that Stoffel's going to a different team. That was going to be my follow-up question. I was yeah. like, is, wait, is, McLaren, is Stoffel staying with the team and then going to be racing for McLaren again? But no, he's moving to another team. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Such a pit. I know. Stoffel. Stoffel, my guy. And the team he's going to aren't doing very well this season, but they're going to, like, new cars next season. So I don't know if they're just sticking with what they have now and not doing much. They can focus on the other ones. But Formula E is quite fun to watch Formula E sometimes. It's an in, it's an interesting. I remember the. I mean, I didn't watch it this year, but the Monaco, the Formula E Monaco race last year, I think, was insane. Yeah. The, I'm pretty sure their Monaco race happened a week or two ago now. Yeah, I didn't hear much from it though. 
No, but they do overtake there. They which do. Which is more than we can say for Formula 1. So true. Um, but and hey, it, Monaco's yeah. on the horizon for Formula 1 too. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited, Chloe. That's my favourite race. I'm so glad it's the one that's so close to my birthday. Which means that someone should get me tickets so that I can actually enjoy it. <laughs> what day is it? Is it like the... 29th. <laughs> But yeah, um, if anyone wants to buy me tickets for my birthday, because it is the day before my birthday, which means that you should. If you don't want Then to I will start <laughs> saying good things about the Monaco GP, I promise. If you don't want to listen to an episode of Rachel complaining about Monaco for an hour, <laughs> then you need to buy her tickets. It's for your own good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Save yourselves. <laughs> um... Same thing with Miami next year. Buy me tickets for Miami and I'll start saying good things about it, I promise. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, Formula E. Uh, e for exciting. And definitely not electric. <laughs> e for extravagant. Extraordinary. E, e for so many street races. <laughs> Look, I know Formula E is electric better for the environment but the noise that they make it just makes me laugh <laughs> it's kind of the e for the noise they make <laughs> <laughs> oh dear it is it is it's a funky and and the thing with formula e is i never quite I'm, i just find it cool thinking well they have to think about the energy they're conserving. But, like, you know what? I don't know how hard or easy that is. It just seems hard to me. Like, But I can't even drive, so... <laughs> who are we to have an opinion? <laughs> I don't, who are we to have an opinion? <laughs> it's That's our brand. <laughs> Talking um, of... You know, do well, do you know who won the race on Sunday in Formula E? Stoffel, no, I don't know. <laughs> no, Nick DeFries. And do, do you know what Nick DeFries will be doing this weekend coming up? Um, Is he testing? Tearing it up around the circuit de Catalonia, Barcelona, whatever it's called. So this is our first case of the Young Driver programme, whatever it's called, happening this year. So Nick DeFries will be driving one of the Williams cars in, I believe, FP1 in, during the Spanish GP, despite the fact that he is older than both <laughs> Nicholas Latifi and Alex Albon. Um, but he he does look younger than them, so I'll give him that. Yeah. Also, um, a lot of speculation about Nicholas Latifi as well, because that journalist... Um, <laughs> Accidentally, he said they'd be in swap, and then he said, "Sorry, I got that wrong." <laughs> but <Bam. laughs> obviously, nothing's been confirmed about his future. But I, I don't think he's making it past this season. No, no, I don't think he is because it's the issue. Is, right, I will stand by the fact that Nicholas Latifi wasn't bad last year. Sorry, At least the second half of the season. Yeah. <laughs> there's someone with a lawnmower or something outside. <laughs> oh, how exciting. We need a studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, oh my god, can you hear it? I can't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Go away. I think it's going now. Sorry. Um, Nick. Oh, now there's a dog barking Lat- outside my window. <laughs> um, Latifi. Oh, there's a ladybug on my Is it a ladybug? Is it lady? Is it ladybug or ladybird? I think it's both of them, but ladybird is, I guess, kind of confusing if you don't know what they are because they're not birds. Not like us. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I'll stand by the fact Nicholas Latifi wasn't terrible last year and was improving. My case in point would be Monza. Where if it wasn't for the safety car caused by a certain uh, mounting, <laughs> then Nicholas Latifi would have finished in the points and not George Russell, which is just and that was the weekend he outqualified him as well. So I feel as like by the fact that Nicholas Latifi isn't as terrible a driver everyone says he is, but he cannot get to grips with these cars, no. and if he cannot get to grips with them, then he should not be. In his seat. If he was still racing with last year's car, I reckon he would be putting in slightly better performances. But it just takes yeah. him so long to adjust. <laughs> it took him what, like two seasons to adjust to last year's car. <laughs> and in F1, time is money, and no one is very patient. And unfortunately, yeah. And I can understand why Williams would keep him for this season because they want, you know, with George leaving, they probably wouldn't want two new drivers at the start of a new big regulation change. And I don't think... But, like, they can't justify keeping him on, surely. But I think it will be a case that he will see out the year with the team because there's some speculation... Oh, yeah, they're not getting rid of him halfway through. No. I mean, that's very rare for that to happen in Formula 1 drivers to get switched out in the summer break. Because, yeah. like, with, when Red Bull did it, they have a different situation. It's not like Alex Albon or Pierre Gasly lost their seat and they're, like, in F1 and entirely. They just swapped teams. Like, if Nicholas Satifi was going to a different team halfway through, maybe it would be slightly different. But you've got to think, like... I think sometimes it's it's easy to think of F1 as less complicated than it actually is. Yeah. But we've got to think about all the legal stuff behind the scenes as well, contracts and all that. Like, teams can't... Especially if Williams don't have a lot of money, and a lot of money's coming from Nicholas TV being in that seat, I highly doubt they can buy him out of the contract. <laughs> like, so... And it's when people go getting get him out of that seat. It's like they can't, they can't, they can't just do that. They can't just do that. It's and we don't know what kind of feedback he's giving on the car. Yeah, he's not going fast, but <laughs> for all we know, he's doing the old data gallery. I think. Um, it'd be but yeah, Nick DeFries. On a side note, I think it'd be hilarious to put in like just an average guy off the street into a Formula 1 car and make him do a lap because I think only then would you realise oh actually (laughs) these are pretty talented drivers (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. At the end of the day, like, they're much better than we, we would be. We slate. Well, we don't slate. We, you know, critique. Critique. Uh, Nicholas Latifi, but he's still a very good driver. But uh, F1 is the pinnacle, so tough look. Where were we? So, Nick de Vries. Could this highlight the potential Nick de Vries is going in the Williams seat? Maybe, but is... I don't want to say, is Nick de Vries that good a driver to warrant him getting into F1 now? And I just... I don't know, would, like... Because, you know, we've got to think, if Fernando Alonso doesn't leave, Oscar Piastri's a shout, why not take Stoffel? <laughs> that, <laughs> that's me at every team. Why not take Stoffel? I think Is... they might try and put, in an, put him in for a year. Um, give him a year contract for next year. Obviously, do you think they're trying to hold out until Logan Sargent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. That's what I think. Hundred percent. Um. But obviously, Nick's got the Mercedes links. Yep. Could be a Nick for a Nick. Nick for a Nick. Do you know who I also feel a bit bad for, but I don't think will realistically ever get a shot at F1? Stoffel van Dorn. <laughs> yeah, bless him. Um, Callum Eilat. Yeah, although he did do decent in it. He's been doing well in IndyCar recently, considering the circumstances. Yeah, I think if he was going to get into F1, it would have been... Well, you know what? It would have been... We know why he didn't get... We know that he... It's quite sad. But we can say... We obviously can't know for certain, but if it wasn't for a certain driver, rookie from last season, Callum Eilat probably would have been in that seat. 100%. Or it could... I mean, it could have been Kevin Magnussen. Kevin Magnussen could have stayed around. Well, I mean, yeah. because at the end of the 2020 season, I think, yeah... Um, Callum was testing for Haas. It was all looking very good. And he's still he's still reserve driver yeah. for Alfa Romeo now. But yeah. But I think realistically, if yeah. he was going to get into F1, that would have been his shot. And I think that has now passed. And he I didn't have the sponsors behind him. No, unfortunately. and there's just so many others who are just going to pip him to the post. That's it. I mean, there's so much like. And this is why... Ta- yeah. Like, young talent in F1 right now that's already sort of... I mean, young for F1 in that they've grown from... Be- you know what I mean. You know. Oh, we've got ten minutes. <laughs> oh, it's happening again. Um, but-, but there's so much talent in F1 now that, you know, the amount of drivers that will be leaving within the next few years... I mean, some of the young guys might leave. If the rumours of Audi potentially taking over Aston Martin are true, chances are we might see Lance Stroll out of sport, quite sadly, but I think by the sounds of it, Audi would like German drivers, which, I mean, there are German outlets, that's fair enough. Obviously, Nicholas Satifi is probably going to be leaving. Next few years, we'll probably see Lewis, Seb, 
Fernando, Daniel. But I think there's so many spots on the grid that are just going to be taken for a while. Yeah. Valtteri Bottas will never leave the sport. He's eternal. Because um, he is, he is eternal. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about Lance Stroll, apparently Aston Martin bring bringing some big, 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 big upgrades, but they have only gotten the upgrades ready for one car and it's going to Lance Stroll. Now this has been a bit polarising and you know what? It's not that deep. (laughs) No, like just look at the facts. His father is bankrolling the team but not only that, he is also performing so why wouldn't he get the first upgrade? Yeah, let's. I think let's not forget that Lance got into Q three in Miami, which I know that Seb got into Q three in Imola, but we also have to appreciate that that was in the wet in Miami. I believe was in the dry. So, but also in terms of consistency, I'm pretty sure Seb's finished. I know it's to do with the car and things out of his control, but Seb's finished one race has had less races Lance I believe no matter where he's finished he's finished them all has he finished did he finish Saudi I'm not sure but you know what I mean yeah and I think if they gave him to Seb it would be fine like at the end of the day Seb will probably get them for Monaco yeah so and you could see it if you if you're a big Seb fan see it as in the sense of they trust Seb to get more out of the non-upgraded car exactly think of it in that way so and whilst we're on the topic of Sebastian Vettel oh would the the woman segway segways segways this week (laughs) um he was on question time yes Um, what an he is more eloquent than I could ever hope to be no, but the fact that he's not a native English speaker and yet was able to speak so confidently and eloquently on a show like Question Time. If you don't know what Question Time is, it's like a, a panel show where they invite um, opposing politicians in and people just throw questions at them. But it's really difficult and it's quite intense. And, for s- and most most politicians are not very good at it. No. So for Seb to actually sit on the panel and offer himself up to questions and to advocate for energy. And, and they tried to catch him out. They did. They tried. Yeah. Uh, F- Fiona Bruce was like, are you not a hypocrite? You're driving... Does that make you a hypocrite? Does it make you a hypocrite? You're driving in a gas guzzling sport I think that's what she said <laughs> gas guzzling and he was like you know what yeah I am <laughs> but he, he oh. then went on to <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah but and as well you know at the end of the day expanding on what Seb said we kind of need people like Seb and Lewis in the sport that will talk out about these yes. things because if they left and someone goes in their seat who won't, back to square one. I love that they're using their platforms and they're not afraid to 
advocate for what they think is right. Yeah. And they're both good for it. Let's not pit one no, against exactly. the other saying who's better at it, who's who's Honestly, worse at it, this person. Oh this my is gosh. why I'm barely active on Twitter anymore, because it's just exhausting and I just can't be bothered yeah. with it. It's not a way to one up it's your favourite driver against it it's let's these we need to uplift these two guys. Let's not critique Seb or Lewis for not doing enough or one does more than the other or whatever when you've got eighteen other drivers on the grid saying nothing who aren't doing anything. Exactly. That's the thing. That's what blows my mind. Lewis and Seb will get cri- critiqued for not doing enough. But the other drivers won't get critiqued by those same people for not doing anything. It's like you've got to do all or nothing in some people's minds. And it just like people I think people use it as an excuse to just hate on drivers they don't like. Like why touch grass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Seb did so well on question time. He was eloquent and brilliant. He did some other really good work while he was down this neck of the woods I can't remember um, HM, whatever you call it, prison Feltham where he, op- he spoke and opened up like an engineering thing in there, it's in a prison, it's really great work trying to help offenders get skills <sighs> so they can then reintegrate and then he went to a school all that and it's just like it's so good to hear and that doesn't invalidate anything Lewis is doing doesn't invalidate anything Seb's doing they're both brilliant humans oh. thank you oh it's just <laughs> right we have three minutes left on the zoom call shall we <laughs> restart it now or do you want to run oh, until we can... the time out um, oh, but isn't it more exciting okay, to we'll just, we'll time just keep out? Because it says it, it when you get to when you get to under a minute, it doesn't give you the time. It just says under a minute <laughs> and left. It'll it's it's out. thrilling. It's absolutely thrilling. Um, right, let me look up debate topics so we've got something to talk about for the last two minutes. Um, debate topics for students, um, ages ten and under. Was Willy Wonka good at heart? Good at what? At heart. Sorry, I don't pronounce my T's. No, he was an absolute psychopath. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. And he probably wasn't good at heart because of all the sweets and chocolates he was eating. <laughs> His heart was probably really not in good health. Um, should junk food be banned? No. No, it makes me happy. Does it make you happy? Yes. Uh, should cursive be taught to children? No. I don't really care. No. Like, no, yes, if they want to. Fine, but... Fine. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I'm on to ages 10 to 14, and these are already confusing me. Um, uh, I didn't do... Of Mice and Men, was Curly's wife a bad person? From what I can remember, no. No, no she, was, she was just a woman being a... She was just a, she was just a sexy lady. <laughs> it's not my fault that, that men would do that. Um, of Mice and Men was... Um, spoilers for Of Mice and Men, if you still want to read that book. Was George right to kill Lenny? 
<laughs> no. I don't know. That's a, that's a million dollar question. <laughs> um, is jazz neglected in contemporary society? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth jazz. Do you like jazz? Um, this is so stressful. Um, <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> There's a question here saying, should the United States continue investing time and resources into space exploration? Um, but all I saw was, should the United States continue? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, that's up to you guys. Um, but was the New Deal a success? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know, it's too long ago. Was the Treaty of Versailles the main cause of World War Two? No, Hitler was. <laughs> it played a part, um, though. <laughs> Which US president was the most significant? Probably George Washington, because he was the first one. Valid. Um, <laughs> um, oh, oh, we're in less than a minute. Ah. Oh, um, okay, she's gone. These audios are painful to listen to at the same time, so first, here's Chloe's perspective. Please enjoy. It's ended, okay, let's quickly start a new meeting. Insert elevator music now. Oh, what lovely music. <laughs> oh gosh. It takes so long to connect. But yes. Spain this week. Oop. Join. Yep. Start. Let's invite. Uh, I have now sent the link to Rachel, so let's wait for her return. the American states. Um, Alabama. Oh, she's here. You'll know. <laughs> you won't get to hear. Your loss. Wow. Thrilling content. What a shame we never got to hear Chloe list all the states of the USA. But no worries. Hopefully Rachel can deliver that same level of excitement. Um, well, I hoped you enjoyed the debates. It's a shame we didn't get any further in them. I'm sure Chloe will come back soon. I don't know if she's talking at the same time. If she's talking at the same time as this, it's probably really, really not fun to, to listen to. Um, we should really have, have spoken about this before and chosen a platform other than Zoom to do our video calls on. But we are not intelligent yeah so while I wait for the email 
sort of trying to be quiet in case Chloe is talking. But what's my emails? ASOS. This is this is how you do festival season. I don't go to festivals. They are not my thing. Not for um, Uber Eats. Does anyone else get emails from Uber Eats with discount codes? But then they say, "Oh, well, it's for first time Uber Eats customers only." And it's like, "You have my email because I've used Uber Eats before." I don't understand. Anyway, I'm going back into the Zoom meeting. And oh, she hasn't let me in yet. Please let me in, Chloe. And we're back! We're back! <laughs> okay! <laughs> well, it was nice to have those debates with you, Chloe. It was fun to answer but them. Now we need to get on to more important topics. Yes. Like... IndyCar! <laughs> so, right, Indy, the IndyCar race, IndyCar, IndyCar, the race, the race that IndyCar did <laughs> last weekend was on at the same time as Eurovision. And I tell you, I wish it did not. <laughs> because whenever I tuned into that race, it was chaos. It was raining. Where was it being held? It was wet. Um, Indianapolis. Ooh. Not the Indy 500. No. That is on the 29th of May, same day as Monaco, and probably more exciting. Unless you buy me a ticket. <laughs> you fell asleep last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to be fair, I was really tired. <laughs> and we had to sit on your bed to watch it. So. <laughs> and I didn't know anything. I, did, I only got... I only started... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't... I, Indy 500's thrilling. It's um, again, it, that's what it is. It'd be even more thrilling if someone bought me a ticket and a plane ticket. Um. <laughs> you need to get some milk to drink it with. Oh, uh, right, right. That's my thought. So you know how they drink milk? Yeah. On the if they win mm-hmm. Indy Five Hundred. I mean, there was one guy that asked for chocolate milk before, but he didn't win, so we, we'll never know. Well, I thought it was right. You asked for milk. What's stopping you from bringing some Nesquik along? Because <laughs> I don't like milk on its own. I, oh, jeez, I could not eat milk on its own without <laughs> you cereal. You could not eat milk. Or Nesquik. I could, I, or drink it. <laughs> but, you know, there's nothing stopping you getting Nesquik. And if you do not know what Nesquik is, let me enlighten you it is a, a powder which you can mix into milk and then it will make your milk flavored like chalky milk or strawberry milk or banana milk they used to do straws what do you expect them to do like in their race car just carry around some nesquik and then get out the nesquik on the why not just request chocolate <laughs> milk <laughs> because what if they don't give it <laughs> It's a thrill as well. Like, imagine you've got a pouch of Nesquik just nestled, like, in your bra or something, like... In your bra. <laughs> that would not happen. I'm sure <laughs> they all wear bras. <laughs> I wonder if any of them have ever requested, like, oat milk or soy milk. But surely they'd have to adhere to that oh, because... Oh, they would, 100%. If someone did, it would be... Yeah. What if someone said, just like, 
I don't like milk. Well, this is the thing. I want orange juice. <laughs> After a race like that, if I if I were to win it, I wouldn't want to guzzle some milk. Even choco milk. <laughs> I wouldn't. That is not the right time. It's not the vibe for chocolate milk. <laughs> guzzle some milk. <laughs> Give me a diet coke. But to be fair, drivers will drink like champagne or prosecco, whatever it is. They I won't drink that either. Now. That's it. They, they'll at least with that drown in it. At least with that though, you can spray and it can be fun. But if someone sprayed chocolate milk over me, I would kick <laughs> off. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine if spraying no, milk. Right? Have you? Have you? <laughs> Have you ever watched WWE? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen... Do you know Triple H? No. So he's a former wrestler. He's actually married to the boss's oh, daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, and he has an entrance where he'll he'll walk and he'll, dr- he'll get some water in his mouth and he'll stand by the side of the ring and he'll, like, spit, spray it. No, I'm just imagining that. So you've won the Indy 500. Get a mouthful of milk. <laughs> and then just... Fountain. <laughs> oh, imagine, because you'd be so warm and sweaty as well. And then you'd you get covered <laughs> in milk. <laughs> <coughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. <laughs> your favorite what milk do you you buy red milk don't you oh yeah but i'm not proud of it (laughs) (laughs) what what kind of milk is red milk um it's basically water like (laughs) it's like skimmed it's barely even milk it is like watered down milk yeah we get we get green milk i love green milk (laughs) it's a luxury if you can afford (laughs) And if you're getting blue milk, then you are treating yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Right, okay, so IndyCar. Colton Herta won the IndyCar race, and I realised this weekend that he's my favourite IndyCar driver, and I was just denying it to myself when I was saying, oh, I like IndyCar because I'm a neutral and I don't care who wins. Now I want Colton Herta to win. Fair enough. Um... But yeah, IndyCar was chaos. It was just like, I would look down and there would be a restart and then it would be immediate yellow flag caution again. And that was just it. And it had to go to time rather than laps because it took so long. One point, the McLarens went into each other. I mean, both of them finished the race. I don't even know who was at fault for it. One of them was just, yeah. Um, (laughs) Like, literally, every time it restarted, it would be a different top three apart from Colton Herter would be there. All the time, but yeah, I think this IndyCar season is hotting up to be a. a, a fun. I mean, I'm saying hotting up. It's been going on for a little while now, but you know, what I mean, in terms of the fight for the championship, but I wouldn't know. I just like watching it when it's on Sky Sports. On the topic of that, I was just thinking, NASCAR is that available for UK people to watch? Because obviously, Sky Sports doesn't show NASCAR, but. 
I'm not sure. Is it on Premier Sports? I've no idea. I mean, I don't know. I don't have time at the minute to watch NASCAR. I don't even know if NASCAR's going on at the minute. Yeah, it's on Premier Sports. Oh, cool. Wow, you're so hench. <laughs> I'm so strong. Sorry, I was just... for. For the sake of the listeners, I was just stretching and then I flexed my muscles, (laughs) which are fading away because I've not been to the gym in like a month and a half. Hey, I've not not been to the gym in ever. (laughs) No, but, right, it's so frustrating because, right, I'm not a person that enjoys exercise, but I don't hate it unless it's running. Or cardio generally, but uh, so I I hadn't gone to the gym for like a month because I had some intent an intense exam period, and I thought, wow, I can't wait to go to the gym after this is done. So I went down for my graduation, met with Chloe, came back home, um, then tested positive for COVID. <laughs> <coughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's the so, COVID talking. Um, still, still, still not going to the gym. Haven't been outside <laughs> in a while. Oh man, fun times. Here's to a quick recovery. I'm trying to think of a segue. What What's the next topic? Uh, so I wonder. I wonder who gave me COVID. I hope it wasn't a doctor who gave me COVID. Doctor Who. (laughs) (laughs) Segway. It's it's, it's making me crease that we're 50 minutes in and I don't think we've mentioned anything. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, more important things have happened. Um, David Tennant. David Tennant, it was announced, is coming back. The, it's the 60th, 60th right? 60th yeah. uh, Doctor Who special. Oh, God, I love Doctor Who. And Donna. Um, and Donna. I mean, David Tennant is, like, my Doctor. He's my like. Doctor. I watched Doctor Who religiously with him in, and then when he left, I just wasn't the same. I mean, I I watch modern Doctor Who pretty religiously. Although the last series, me and my mum have only just like properly caught up on it, and I've n- I I I've watched it, and I don't have a clue what happened. <laughs> um, so I'm very happy that Russell T Davies is coming back, um, to be the showrunner. But oh, David Tennant. And um, I saw pictures of him on set, and he's got his spiky hair, oh. and and like he's like loose he's got tie, a new coat. and shirt slightly tucked, and it's like. <sighs> also, Bernard Cribbins is filming with them, who played Donna's granddad. Isn't it? Which surprised me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I thought he was dead. <laughs> In, in in so it was a pleasant surprise to see photos of him on set. <laughs> He's still alive. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, that's so great. Oh, I'm um, so excited. Yeah, I'm so I am so excited for that. We've started rewatching Modern Doctor Two from the start, which I've I've done before, <laughs> because Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, and sort of 
the start of Matt Smith. Oh. Elite. Elite. Just love it. Love it, love it, love it. Simpler times. Oh, man. But yeah, Doctor Who, big fan. Much love. Doctor Who. Um, Doctor Who in Spanish. Doctor Mysterio. And do you know why I said that in Spanish? Because <laughs> it's a Spanish GP. <laughs> it is. In the week. This weekend. This weekend. Um, yeah. Spain. I mean, right. The past... <laughs> we haven't had a good race. In a while. A pro- a properly, <laughs> a proper, And by good race, I mean a race that we've thoroughly enjoyed since Saudi Arabian GP but that shouldn't have even gone ahead so really the last properly good race was the Bahrain GP was the first of the season next race after this is Monaco so Spain really has to deliver yeah but how good is Spain at delivering it's a bit mid yeah my one thing that sort of makes me think that Spain could be decent is it's got a lot of slow corners, right? So, kind of like Bahrain in that aspect. They're, they're not too dissimilar looking tracks with the sort of long straight along the bottom and then sort of DRS zone over here. You probably can imagine what I'm talking about. Yeah. And if you think about how well the Mercedes did in Bahrain, like, yeah, they weren't super close to the front, but they were, you know having a decent time and the fact that they've put some upgrades on and I think are still putting upgrades on then maybe it might be a bit more competitive with them in hopefully not good for McLaren no not good for McLaren I just want to see Ferrari being strong like no (laughs) Chloe oh actually no we we want Carlos to Terrible, yeah, Carlos. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's not going to do well. Slander him, slander him. Uh, um, for the if anyone didn't listen f- to last week's episode, we're slandering him on purpose to make him do better. <laughs> Reverse psychology. Because we have <laughs> we have been praising him and he's been doing not so good. Wouldn't it be so, imagine though if he won in Spain? His first GP in Spain. Give <gasps> me a T-shirt with Carlos's signs fade on. I would don't that would make oh my gosh that would make my year <laughs> no it wouldn't but <laughs> plus he's plus he's gonna have to pull the weight in Monaco cause I oh my gosh Charles Leclerc should not be allowed should... to drive those streets <laughs> he should not be allowed to just drive like Ferrari should just be like okay you can sit this one out <laughs> We'll put Antonio yeah, Nick, in. Nick, come on. Or Antonio, come on, come on. Um, that historic GP at the weekend. He wasn't even involved in, like, the race. He was demoing Nicky Lauda's 1974 or 6. I can't remember the year. I apologise. Ferrari. And the thing is, it wasn't his fault that he crashed. No. But, like, it's the curse. It's the so curse. It kind of He's is so fault. unlucky. The break went. And he crashed in Raskas, which he's kind of lucky because somewhere else it could have been much worse. But, Charlie boy, oh my god. 
Only him. Someone said maybe he's got maybe he's got out of his system. To be fair, Monaco this year. Remember last year, Carlos came second. Yeah. In Monaco, I mean, it was helped by the fact that Charles did not start, and then Valtteri's wheel didn't come off. Still mad at Toto for blaming Valtteri for that one. But, you know, Monaco, baby. Spain. Who are we predicting to win at Spain? I think Carlos Sainz is going to DNF on the first <laughs> lap. Um, since I'm not allowed to say Carlos, I will say... Oh... My head and my heart want different things. <laughs> my, 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 my head, head is saying my heart it's going to be Max. If Max can finish, he's going to be winning. But I want Charles to win just because every race that Max has been in and completed, he's won. And I'm a bit... Can I, can I go out on a look? Yeah. And say that a Mercedes is going to win. <laughs> and I don't know how. I don't know how. That would be... Like, this, this, has, this has no logic behind it. That would be very Mercedes of them. If any team can do it, it would be Mercedes. Should, yeah. Should be an interesting... I mean, last year, Lewis won. Um, yeah. And it was... With, it was well, the race Mercedes was led by strategy. Max until the end because of the strategy calls. Back when we thought that Mercedes were good at strategy. <laughs> I just hope that the race at the weekend, we get some good racing, good strategies, and that it's not a, a bore fest like Miami. Yeah. Because if it is, I will cry and this will become an IndyCar podcast. <laughs> Have we covered everything this week? God, I hope so. Um, anything else this week? Don't think so. I can't think of anything else. Fair. Well, should we wrap it up there then? Let's wrap it up. Cool. So, that's it for this episode of The Rookies. What are we talking about next week? The Spanish GP and I hope. I hope, 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 hope that it's a good one. If you want to keep up to date with the podcast, then make sure to follow us on our socials at the Rookies F1 Podcast on Instagram and at the Rookies F1 on Twitter and YouTube. And make sure to tune in next week and have a simply, simply lovely, lovely day. day. All right, goodbye. Adios. See you next week, friends and amigos and amigas and friends and enemies. Ooh.